Gail Trotter, a conservative voice for you, right inside our nation's capital. Legal and political analysis. Gail Trotter, hear the truth from right inside D.C. It's Gail Trotter, stomping through the swamp for you in heels. Now, The Gail Trotter Show. Hi, this is Gail Trotter, host of Right in D.C. Today we're talking about a common Washington phrase, personnel is policy. And we've seen a lot of this over the last few months with President Trump and his administration and the deep state working against him. There are so many holdovers from the Obama administration and there are so many people in the machinery of government who do not share the America First agenda or the Trump administration's agenda. And we saw that particularly recently with the reassignment of Vindman and, and the firing of Sondland and with the media reporting about this, you would think that these two men are saints, that they are martyrs, that they have died for the cause. The media is up in arms saying how terrible it is that they have been let go. And in fact, there was a piece that I'll link down below too, talking about how this is no way to treat a war hero, which is so fascinating because that trope is only marched out when it agrees with the Democrats and the leftist media. And you don't hear that when the situation is re reversed and there's a conservative who's out there and for some reason they conveniently forget their war record or they think it's not relevant. But back to why, why personnel is policy, if you look at why we have a National Security Council, it's to assist and to support the president. So we have two other agencies, the State Department, which it deals with policy and deals with diplomacy, and we have the Central Intelligence Agency, which collects intelligence and analyzes it and transmits it to the executive branch, specifically to the White House, so that they can make informed foreign policy decisions. And the NSC has a separate function. Its whole mission is to support the president, to support the president's agenda. So if you have somebody who's on the NSC and they are not assisting the president, they no longer have the confidence of the president, they are not supporting and assisting the president, then not only does the president have the right, the legal right and the moral right to reassign that person, the president would be foolish not to do so because the president needs people in these personnel slots who are not working against him. Because if you are in one of these very important positions and you either don't share the philosophy of the president or you were gonna work against the president, then you can derail the entire efforts of the administration and what the American voters put a president into office to do. Now, I've done some other commentary on Fox News about this situation with Vindman and Sondland, but I will tell you that many Americans across the country were so happy to see that people who had done these public betrayals are no longer in charge of our foreign policy and are no longer able to undermine this president. So so that's where the media coverage was wrong because it didn't give enough lift to that feeling of relief by the American people that these people are no longer in positions to harm this administration. And I got a lot of comments, a lot of negative comments back talking about this and why, why people disagreed with me. And in reflecting on that, what if 
these people who commented on my remarks about Vinmond, who are Democrats, what if they tried to understand the situation if it happened when President Obama was in the White House and he had a staunch conservative on the NSC, not someone who just disagreed with President Obama's decisions like giving pallets of cash to Iran or signing that nuclear deal or all changing the relationships that we have with European nations. But this staunch conservative on the NSC was actively working against President Obama. No liberal or no Democrat that I know would ever fault President Obama from removing that staunch conservative from his NSC. And if you want to challenge that and you say, oh, President Obama did have some Republicans in his national security staff and in higher levels of his administration, well, the, the truth is that many of those so-called Republicans were Republicans in name only. So they didn't disagree with President Obama's agenda and they certainly weren't acting against him and against his agenda. So I think it just shows that this is part of the entire effort to just discredit everything President Trump does to try and keep people in the deep state in these positions who can leak information, they can lie about things that happened, they can um, subort, subvert the policy of the Trump administration. And it's very interesting as well to think about the level of staff that we have. President Trump, I think the one thing that conservatives find fault with President Trump, when he came into office, he didn't just fire all these people and start with people who really supported him during the campaign and supported him in his agenda once he was elected to office. And uh, it is not really a great explanation for why he didn't other than you do need people who know the system, who are able to do some stuff. Uh, and there aren't a lot of really strong conservatives in the Washington DC area to pull from. It would take a lot of effort to try and find people who had the qualifications and the skills to come here. But that shows what conservatives think. It underscores that we believe that the federal government has too much power. And there shouldn't be an expert class here running everything and uh, ending, ending up taking all these dictates and mandates from Washington, D.C. and advancing these agendas through our foreign policy that most Americans wouldn't agree with. They don't even know about it half the time, but even if they did know about it, they wouldn't agree with it. So it's fascinating to see uh, that eventually over time, these people out themselves as working against this administration. And President Trump would be foolish to leave people who are not in line with his agenda and not working on his behalf, not assisting him, not supporting him, leaving them in these positions of power. And it's very interesting to see too, Tulsi Gabbard, who was a Democratic presidential candidate, um, who is in the process of suing Hillary Clinton for calling her a Russian agent. And remember, Tulsi Gabbard is a vet and she has uh, serious military um, credentials. And yet Hillary Clinton felt like it was okay to call this vet a Russian agent, meaning she's treasonous against her country, that she was able to go out there and say she would give up her life 
for defense of her country. Um, it's interesting to see that Tulsi Gabbard has essentially come to President Trump's defense. She said that elections have consequences, which is very interesting because that echoes what President Obama told Paul Ryan in the run-up to the Obamacare passage that uh, that elections have consequences and basically was telling the Republicans to stick it. So Tulsi Gabbard picks that up and is essentially telling the people who are complaining about this that elections have consequences and President Trump has that power. He, he not only has that power, but he would be foolish not to exercise it. And Tulsi Gabbard recognizes how important it is for people, particularly on the NSC, to be supporting and assisting the president. So it's, we're going to continue following this because in D.C., personnel is policy, and we'll see if President Trump continues to drain the swamp and clear out the, the people who are working against him, as I think most people who voted for him want him to do. They want to see that because they want to see President Trump continue to be successful at a level which he has been doing so well up until, until now. But because personnel is policy, if he's able to get people who are true believers in what he's trying to accomplish and who can support him in all of his efforts, then how much more successful is he going to be at delivering his promise to keep America great? This is Gail Trotter, right in D.C. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. And listen to her show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and other podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show. You can't handle the truth.